How important is Empoleon? Awful card. I think it's bad. Just, that's what we're going with? We're just going to leave with that? I kind of like that because I agree with you guys. I don't think it's a great card. Yo, what up, guys? Welcome to Fed in Town, number one Pokemon podcast in the world. Read the facts, look them up in a book, Google them, poke at them, go to your local library, um, do what you got to do. A lot of uh, fun stuff happening this week. Boss Origins out, first regional's happening. Welcome to the yep. meta discussion. I got two awesome players. One's going, one's not going, I'm not going. We got Xander, we got Raul. Um, yeah, you, you have to guess in the comments who's not going yeah. or who is going at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, technically, we oh. just thought like we we were really like, hey, we're both not going. A meta discussion without someone that's not going doesn't so, like isn't yeah. super appealing. So I was like, hey, let's hit up the boys, let's get them to come. Sanders the only one that wanted to come. So everybody else super <laughs> busy. Faked, yeah. Uh, everybody else is like they go to college, and, uh, and I was like, Sanders <laughs> goes to college. college. That's what I said. Yeah. That's what I said. I'm like. But yeah, hit that like, subscribe button, do all the cool stuff down below. Um, I guess I, I don't know, I kind of just don't care anymore. You can do whatever you want. Um, oh, yeah, I got hoodies. I'm giving out hoodies to all the past co hosts. I decided I'm gonna do a run for anyone who wants one. So DM me in, on Twitter or, or Facebook, and we'll figure that out if you want it. I'll be at Salt Lake, and then if you want them shipped, we'll figure that out, too. So just DM if me. You're a, if you're up. a Brazilian competitor or someone who's going to LAIC, Xander or I could bring you some as well, cool. um, if you are someone who needs those. Um, I, I usually pack pretty light, so um, I will yeah. have space. Yeah. True. So I'm doing a week, week-long week pre-order on this. So like um, Wednesday, I guess this is going to come out on Thursday. So like Wednesday to Wednesday. So next Wednesday is going to be your last day. So hit me up by then. Um, all right, all the stupid stuff out the way. Let's jump into the meta discussion. We have Pat. Let's just talk. There's not a lot of past um, events. It's a pretty new format. The only like big one that we kind of had was Yokohama, which also has some of the newer new cards. So it's not like exactly the set. Um, and they play best of ones, so that's also different. But there was like three thousand people, so we should kind of respect what happened there, which is kind of cool. Um, we had Garatina win, we had, which pretty much runs the new engine. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but if you, have... if you watch the finals, you will have seen the game, and like the Garatina never actually hit the board. So even uh-huh. though Garatina is like really good, I think it's the Lost Zone engine that's even better. Like it's just like it's a testament to how good the Lost Zone engine is, and that Garatina is just like a good closer for the the deck. Yeah, I felt that. I felt I felt like. Um, the lost, the lost box, which came in second. The Garatina is pretty much that with a two-two line, or is it a two-two line? Is it even a two-three line? It was either two. Oh, it's three-three. It's a three-three line Ooh. Garatina. Yeah, which is like, which I think it just gives you more outs to stuff. Like if you're playing against, I don't know. Stone Journer, you're not going to beat it with. Hey, Lasso. listen, if I see one Stone Journer day two, I will eat the card. <laughs> hey, we just have that. On the next episode, I will literally eat the card. 
So it, like, that could be a bad but too expensive. But Gudra too, like Gudra's. That's no, I think Gudra's good. That's what I'm saying. I think I think if you play the last box into Gudra, there's a problem. But if you have the Garatina, you have an out to it. So, um, but uh, our tried and true Polgias stayed up there. Mew's always up there. Um, we won't really talk about Rotom because that card's not in our format. The problem with the Rotom deck, even though it did top eight, is that the V Max is not out. Uh, Xander right. and I did talk about this when we were first initially exploring this format. Um, and the V Max is not out currently, therefore the deck is not actually viable because you actually need like the, it's like forty, it's like forty per tool on the V and like eighty per tool on the V Max, which or like V Star or whatever, which is a big difference actually yeah. um, in terms of what you're doing. It's uh, V Star, and then it, the baby one is forty plus forty, and then the big guy is eighty plus forty. Yeah. And then the V Star, the V Star ability too, it lets you discard X amount and draw X amount. So you can research, and then after your research, discard like how many too many tools you draw. Yeah. You get like a nice little bump on that second turn swing. Yep. Okay. Which is which is very relevant in terms of like just the damage spike and like the HP bump and stuff like that because. Rotom will die to a lot of things in this format without having right. that going its way. Um, so when you look at a tournament like this, kind of take a grain of salt, even though... Yeah, yeah. especially because Yokohama had half the... Like, one, it was best of one. Two, it was... Um, with half... Like, there's a half set of cards, like, a half or Silver Tempest cards were legal for this. So, like, there's cards like Serena, or Selena, I don't know which one. How do you say it? Uh, like, that card is legal. Uh, Serena. Serena, yeah. yeah. And that card is, like, I think actually very impactful in our new format. So, like, just small stuff like that, because Serena is literally just, like, a discard and drop to five total or in your hand, or a boss, which is, like, a pretty insane, like, what-if card, you know? Like, right. um, so you have to take you have to take the format with a grain of salt, I think. Yeah. But we do have online events now, which yep. we didn't have in the past. We have the Limitless <laughs> Showdown that just happened, which had over 600 people. Yep. Uh, Mew, Mew topped it, which is the four DC Mew. Yep. Um, which I think is, I think the going to become the popular way to play Mew, yeah. um, because I think it is strictly just the best way to play. It. I think Fusion Strike is just a little bit too like clunky. Yeah, I, I think. Well, I just don't think Fusion Strike gives you any opportunity to like disrupt your opponent hand, and where this deck, you can play a Roxanne, you can play Mark, you can play that stuff. You have the switcher, cross switchers, and there's just a lot more plays you can play. Um, the only new card from the new set that this card played was Lost City. Um, the text that it did play was was Marnie and, and Path to the Peak, or Roxanne and Path to the Peak, which was something that we haven't seen in a Mew list. Um, but overall, look, look, I mean, Mew's going to do Mew things. I think the deck's always going to be good. Um, we had Polkia Kirim. What's your guys' thoughts on, on Kirim over over Ice Rider? Right. Pretty much kind of it slots in for the Ice Rider, right? I mean, Kirim is better than Ice Rider, I think, for yeah. sure, because you don't have to necessarily play the full like package, and the ability is very good. Um, it has a lot of damage. It's very resilient, comparatively. Um, but I do think it is a very linear deck, and it's very Feast or Famine. Okay. I agree with that. I would say definitely better than Ice Rider. Because if you're playing Ice Rider to try and one-shot things, you might as well just play Kiram. You're definitely going to be able to get that third energy on there with uh, because of the ability or like Star Portal. So you've got all the wiggle room to do that. Uh, and then the big benefit too is that with the Kiram, you're going to be able to one-shot Muvi Max, but then also Gudra if you ever see that. So 
it's basically the same thing. Uh, you don't cap out, whereas you could cap out with the uh, Ice Vader deck. But I really like the the B Barrel Engine and the Orangaroo and stuff like that, which gives you extra opportunity with like the the Kirim ability and just not getting Marnied as much as like Palkia and Talion with the Ice Rider. Yeah, I'm looking at the list that did really well in the women list. Did, did they not play any sort of engine? What do you mean? Like they just played two Orangaroo. Yeah, I mean that's the and engine. They just, I mean, but the they didn't play Barbaro or or no, Intelli. The deck, the deck no. doesn't doesn't have space for it. No, you don't play that's those. crazy. You don't play those oh, bro, my boy Bibby. Right, that's what I said. I was like, what? Space. You just, I mean, you just you're gonna for everything you need. Like, you're gonna just get you everything you need every turn, like pretty that's, much. Yeah, that's okay, crazy. okay. I don't, I don't, I'm not a believer of that. I don't know. I feel like you need. I don't know. I'm a person that's general. I need a, I need an engine. I need something to rely on. Uh, I, I think, uh, I think having Grid like Grid Ninja plus Irida is like more than enough in this kind true. of a deck. Maybe. Um, it's just it's just the bench space fills up so quickly in a deck like this. That's a problem. I guess. So. Um, like I thought about playing stuff like Pumpkaboo and this. Like obviously I have not put a ton of time into this because I'm not going. But um, there are people in my group who have liked Kyrim and have been quickly pushing themselves off it because it has been faltering in matchups that it should be favorable in, in theory. Um, since since we have Xander here, I mean, there's Dialga. Dialga did got fourth at this event. You've been playing Dialga for like I don't know since it came out. Too long. It, how much? How much better is it now? I mean, I would say it, it's it's strange. So you're better in the fact that you now have the ability to play Mirage Gate and stuff like that. But that the version of the deck isn't even like I hate to say it's not good because it's 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 good, but the the deck is definitely strange. Like, uh, compared to the old version, it feels a lot clunkier. Mm-hmm. Uh, you play a couple non-metal energies for your Mirage Gate, which is, obviously, it's good to play, like, at least one or two. I mean, I don't know. It's it's just really weird how the deck plays now as opposed to it did before. I'm not a huge fan of it, really. Uh, and I don't really think you have the best matchup spread. Uh, Dialga previously was fine against, like, Regigigas because in the old format... Uh, it wouldn't attack very often, or on turn two. But now Lost Box will definitely be able to like attack on turn one every time. And the new version is a lot less consistent than the old version. Uh, also, it usually doesn't play Zacian, so you don't even have four attackers, or sorry, three attackers to use against a lot of the Lost Zone decks. Uh, you do have the Cramorant, which is good against Lost Box, but not Regigigas. So I don't even think it has like the best matchups against non V decks in the current format. Do you think there's like room I mean obviously we're early. Do you think this deck can form into something better? Like you could sit here and play this deck a bunch of times and figure out a good list that will make it be able to take on these one prize decks well? Yeah, I think the big thing is that you just don't really it doesn't really have a clear spot to how to build it now. Whereas before, you would play Dialga, like, the version that ended up being with Banette and the double Raihan and everything that I ended on is that you would use that deck to beat the V-Star decks pretty handily. Like, I didn't lose to Palkia, didn't lose to Arceus, I only lost to Mew, and then Miltank or Radiant Charizard. And those two auto-losses I accepted, and then the Mew games were kind of unfortunate, but also could have changed the list a bit better. But now, because single prize makes up so much of the meta, you don't want to play Banette 
but then you're not beating Palkia, and you're definitely not beating Mew. So your matchup spread. Your, the deck is just really spread thin with the Lost Zone engine. And if you don't play the Lost Engine, you really lose to single prize decks like like Charizard and everything. But if you do play the engine, your deck's super clunky and you don't have as much space for like Banette or other cards. Super fair. Super fair. I think like more we see how the meta pans out and then you can build your deck towards what you're willing to lose to and what you're willing to win. Yeah, like the deck is definitely good. It's just it's just not not as a tr- appealing anymore. Okay. That's First cool. of That's all, I like, I like playing the the fun decks that people don't want to play. And now That's that Dialga has gained some hype, it's like I don't want to play uh, it anymore. Uh, I've already I've already made my piece. I've funny. I've made version one, version two. Uh, I'm totally happy with where I where I left the deck off. But I mean, if Peoria was tomorrow, I'd probably play it because I haven't been playing many other decks, just trying to make Dialga good in the new format. And it's definitely a good deck, but it's definitely uh, a lot different of a deck than it was before. Okay, that's fair. I like that. Um, I kind of want to just talk about online tournaments as a, in general. I think in the past you would you would look at your past regionals or like I don't know some league cup posts that would be on like Burbank or something, and we would go by that and jump into a regional and see what happens. But now that we have limitless. And Limitless puts out an event every day. There's like four or five events a day. There's things that are happening. I feel like the meta's shifting very quickly. Um, it's very like if you're not on top of it, I almost feel like you're like in a bad position. Because like a good example, I think, is the whole Watson versus Empoleon thing, where like it started with one Empoleon on people's list. And then Lost Zone was like, well, I'm playing four escape ropes. And they're like, well, we're playing two Empoleons now. And they're like, well, now we're playing Path to the Peak and Canceling Cologne. And this all occurred in, like, a span of, like, three days. We would just never seen that. I think, like, if we went to Peoria, people would have been on, oh, I'm playing, I checked in my one Empoleon. And now you have a lot of thought processes, like, do I play Cancing Clone and, and, and Path to the Peak, or do I play two Empoleons? Like, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Like, the the meta shifting so quickly in this day and age compared to the past. I mean, the engine's brand new, right? Like, the engine we're dealing with is something that's completely brand new, and it's so versatile compared to everything we've had in these last three years, probably. Like, I think in three, maybe even four years, like, we haven't had an engine that this versi- that's this versatile where the comfy Mirage Gate engine plus Chorus can kind of, like, slot into any deck. So you don't really know what you're up against, like, 90% of the time. Um, so I think every tech card matters so much more moving into this regionals. And the thing that's scary is you don't know where everyone else's head is at besides these online results and besides these uh, videos that content creators are putting out. So that's why we see such dramatic reactions, like such like knee-jerk like reactions off the bat to like people playing Empoleons, like double Empoleon, oh, let's play four Cologne. Um, double Empoleon, let's play four Path. Like we're seeing these knee-jerk reactions because people are trying to figure out the, the, their limit testing. Does this work? Does that work? But in the actual event, um, you could run into zero Empoleons because people on their own testing might have figured out, well, if everyone's playing Path, I don't need to play Empoleon, and they're just playing four bad cards in their deck. Or if I'm not playing Empoleon and they're playing four Cologne, they're now playing four cards in their deck. They're dead. So this first regionals and even Salt Lake will be a lot of mind games and who makes the right call on the right day with the right techs. 
Yeah, I was going to say, just now with all the online events, you've got all the progression happening a lot quicker. Uh, especially now, online versus... I think probably COVID era started it, is that uh, previously, people would wait until like they would have cards to like in person to do a lot of the testing, or they would play test on PTCGO rarely. But now, I knew people that were like testing with Lost Origin before Worlds because they weren't going to Worlds and they didn't have any event before then. So I feel like now people are so eager to to play, which is a great thing, and it leads to rapidly developing metas. So whereas you might need one or two regionals to sort of pick up and have established lists, at least to some extent, now it's kind of happening midway through the, the format as opposed to at the end. And right now, I mean... I uh, I was looking at the schedule earlier, and even though, oh, Lost Origin is just legal now, this is my only event of the format because I'm not going to Salt Lake or uh, Toronto. Uh, it's just crazy to think about, like, the format just started, uh, yet we're already so developed, and it's it's over for me after this weekend, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, we were talking about that on our last podcast. There's only, what, two events in North America for this for NA, yeah, And then Europe will have there, too. Yeah. They get to, we get to, and then we move on to this whole new. Which has has all the cards even been dropped for that set? Like leaked for Silver Tempest? No, no. No, I was about to say. I'm like, all I see is the Lugia, which is like cool. But uh, if it's coming out, I'm like, usually we get all the cards earlier. But uh, anyways, we'll worry about that later. Um, yeah, I agree. I think it's really. I think it's super healthy. I think super cool to have the meta shift so quickly. And the boys at Limitless really doing so much for us. Like this tournament thing is crazy. I, like going into test testing is so much different now. Like like there's so many resources. Before you would watch like I don't know. Back when I first started, I was watching what Bad Deck Mondays and going like, ah, oh, maybe that's good. Let's try that. <laughs> you know. But now it's like, all right, uh, let me go. Today there's six tournaments. All right, let's see. Yesterday was a late night that had over 400 people, um, which I think, oh, that one had, like, Blissey in the top two, which is, like, something that's like, oh, it's Blissey good now? Like, it's something to look at, you know? Where, that's a 400-person tournament, it got second. Like, is Blissey good? Maybe. Like, it's worth looking at now. Um, Shadow Rider is up there. It's like, what, How? Like, a lot of stuff you I look mean, at... I think Shadow Rider has, like, actually decent matchups into, Sick. like, stuff. But, obviously, I think it's one of those very polarizing decks where it's, like, it beats Lost Engine, and it, like, should, in theory, beat, like, di- like some of these weirder decks, but then you just lose to, like, half the other format. Like, you're basically picking a deck that's, like, coin flip. Like, you lose to Mew. Like, I don't, think, I don't see a yeah. world where you beat Mew. Like, I don't see a world where you... Um, also, there's there's no way that beats Dialga. Just by the way, <laughs> uh, they play they play um they play like Espeon and stuff. Espeon. The one that did well was playing Espeon V Max. Yeah, yeah, they play Espeon V Max. It just wants us to Dialga back. The, 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 the no. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> doesn't mean anything. <laughs> like that's already your Palkia matchup. Like they're playing get... the, the list that did well that I saw was playing Arceus with Shadow Rider. It was Arceus Shadow Rider with, okay. with, uh, with uh, the Gardevoir and, and Espeon VMAX in there. Yeah. All right, that Gardevoir could be a tiny issue. Yes. Well, that's <laughs> cool. The Gardevoir. That's cool. That's cool. 
Let's see. I think the radiant cards are very cool too. Um, picking the right radiant card is has become difficult. It's like, which one mm-hmm. is the right one for my deck? Like I've been playing Zorark, a lot of Zorark, and that deck you can almost slot in any radiant card. Like a lot of people are putting the Halucha in there. I'm like, it's only good in like one matchup, but you might just need it. But then I see people putting the Radiant Guard War just kind of saves you from the two damage counters that you're putting on your Pokemon. It's like, dude, does that really matter? There's so many options. I think the Radiant I think, I think Radiant's a very cool, cool mechanic. Radiant's yeah. like one of my favorite like gimmicks in a long time. Yeah, it's, I think the one one of cards are always cool with that. Um, but yeah, like, if you think about it, back in the day, like, Shadow Rider just wouldn't even be on your thought process. And then but now I look at this, I'm like, hey, maybe I should check out Shadow Rider, which is like really healthy for the game. Um and I'm just happy about that, to be honest. Um let's look at the big three from last last format, because we don't want to forget about them. I know these new cards are fun and cool, but your Polkias and Talions, your Muse, and then your your RCS, whatever, at this point. Because I, 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 I don't know. What's your guys' thoughts on RCS Pika? That, that's not a thing now? Yeah. Or we, yeah, we're dead. We're moving on to RCS plus yeah. whatever it is the best. Play. It's just, like, bad. <laughs> yeah. You think we lost it? Xander looks like, oh, maybe not. I find Xander to speak. No, I think get it, get it out of there. Like, it's a money oh, okay. path deck, but you can pick a better money path deck now. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So, obviously, Mew's gonna stay on top, right? I think Mew is still one of the best decks, yes. Dude, Most Mew's consistent. broken. Oh my I think god. I think Mew's very good. I think it got even better. Yes, oh, I agree. Me, yeah. You hit me with a Cramorant, oh, I'm gonna boss your Comfy, and then Tablet Psychic Leap. Like, okay. Yep. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for the free turn. Yep. That's that deck hilarious. is insane. Um, what about, you got, your testing group played a lot of um, Polkia and Talion stays at the stage where I want. It's dead? Oh, no, let's hear this. No, Polkia is really uh, still probably like a top, it's probably still a top five deck. The problem is that um, it's the same Intellion engine problem where like these new engines will probably brick significantly less than Intellion engines. Because okay. um, like I think Intellion engines like three out of ten games, you probably brick. Like that's. I think I think three out of ten. Would you say would you say Sandra, three out of ten? Probably, dude. Yeah. If you ask me, it's three out of ten. If you ask like someone else in our testing group, it's like a it's, one out of ten. Yeah, one out of ten. Yeah. Oh. No. It's every, every game. I, every game I lost in Baltimore, um, or, or like a majority of the games I lost in Baltimore was a brick. Uh, a majority of the games I lost, all the games I was in NIC was a brick. Um, at Worlds, the games that people lost as well in our group were bricks. But for some reason, they're like, we can just play the third game out and win. And I'm like, logic is fine, but what that, if what that happens twice in a best of three? Like that's not. I don't know. I think the Italian engine is being phased out by this Lost Zone engine, which bricks probably one out of ten every ten games. Like, the Lost Zone engine is inherently more consistent because your engine begins with a basic and ends with a basic. If you're Um, you're going to Peoria, it's a new format. These cards haven't been played. Are you relying on your old faithfuls? Or are you like I've done? And there's been enough time. Absolutely not. Xander and I have this never up. relied on old faithful. We always just play like <laughs> we, we we. I've always Xander knows. I've always been a proponent of every new set has some card Move that is on. absolutely broken. We just build a deck around it, and no one will know how to play around it properly. 
Dude, there are so many broken cards in this set, it's absurd. Yeah. Okay, so like, Old Faithful out the, out the window. It, it takes a lot for me to go back to old, old Faithful. Like, I think when I go back to Old Faithful, it's like when I did Mewtwo, it was because Mewtwo was so broken, it was hard to go away from it. But, like, in this set, it's like Tina's insane. The entire Lost Zone package is insane. Um, like, Guja's good. Like, even the bad, the quote unquote bad cards bad in this cards set are, are passable, good. they're playable. Yeah. So, yeah. like, dude, I'm playing Magnazone V Star. I, I purchased my I, Magnazone. I, I, I tried it. I tried it. It's I it's it didn't feel horrible. It didn't feel horrible at all. I'm going to search my deck for two Team Yell Towel against these Lost Zone decks, and they're going to cry. <laughs> and that, what are they going to do? Hit me for 12? All right, heal, 12, right. heal 100. Like, and what? That, like, to be honest, a lot of decks are weak to lightning right now. Yeah, that's very true. It's not bad. Not bad. I mean, you're going to take a big L to any fighting, but... I mean, what's what's fighting? Reggie? Uh, that deck does not exist. Oh, Reggie's is uh, non-existent now. Okay. No, 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 no. That, <laughs> what that's... happened to Reggie's? I thought Reggie's was good. Reggie's bad? I think, that, I think that Reggie's... Is, that deck is, is good. It's just... It's fine. It's fine? Okay. It's just like... I don't know. It's, it's like any deck. If any deck like plays Lost City, you just like kind of lose. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'll just put Lost City in my Magnazone deck. Thanks for the. Thanks for the tip. There you go. Yeah, you can, dude. That, There's so much room in that deck to, yeah. too. To be honest, there's super room for for whatever you want in that deck. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this meta discussion is crazy because there's so many things that are like, oh, that could work. You know, Gujar could work. Zark could work. Um, Shadow Rider could work. Magazine could work. Who knows? I think it'll be interesting, uh, especially because I think Peoria is going to be the biggest region of all time at this point, according to numbers. Um, you really going around one, you just run into anything. It's so like to to think you can meta game this tournament. I think is insane. Like anything that plays like a counter box, I think, or like you think, oh, I'm going to play the Hasui and whatever, like. Uh, I just don't think those are, decks are going to work here. Like, I don't think you can meta deck the, or meta play this whole tournament. I think there's too many options, and everything is decent. Like, if, if you told me Gujar won the tournament, I'd be like, no, okay, I could see it. I could see it. If you told me AI won the tournament, okay. I mean, I, I don't like. I think that's worse than, <laughs> but I wouldn't be like surprised. I wouldn't be like, dang. I don't even know that was the deck, but I, it's I don't know how healthy that is, but it's fun. It's definitely fun. No, this is this is a good meta. This is what a healthy meta okay. looks like. I mean, okay. obviously, I would I can eat my words if like after Peoria, like the top like sixteen decks, everything is like very similar. But yeah. um, I think this is like our first real for players who have not played since twenty seventeen, like the twenty sixteen seventeen season. I think this is the first real indication of a healthy meta since then. I don't oh, think Zorak is like a healthy meta. But I don't think Zorak meta was healthy. I mean, I like I, Zorak, for but... what it's worth, I think that like, I think that the Baltimore meta is like fine. I like, I, the, I really like triangle metas. I I feel like those are super. Baltimore was too. fine, but I think like this is like the last like meta I can compare to this. Felt like right when Lele came out. Uh, mm. nah, dude, those decks were so slow. Yeah, like, but relative, like. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna draw pass or I'm gonna draw in righteous edge for oh, br- draw Brigitte. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would do the same thing right now. Irida from <laughs> No, no, you're talking about you're talking about the old school decks. Now we've got all right. I'm gonna comfy and then I'm gonna play twelve switch cards in my deck and I'm gonna use comfy tons of times. Yeah, yeah. That's that's not 2016 17. 
Well, I was just yeah. forced going to my vile plume. Dude, I miss. Bring it back, please. No, no, please. no, 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 no. I miss that. I, I mean, the words of Igor Costa one time: "Don't be an idiot. Just play vile plume with me." I was trying to Correct. play these. I thought I played this deck I'd never played before in top sixteen regionals. Easy. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't know. I think it's fun. I like to see a lot of decks. I think it's really fun going into Salt Lake because, like, we'll get more information, and then you can. We've we've been testing a lot, or you haven't been testing a lot, um, and then you just adjust that to to the meta that happened in Peoria and move on. But it's it's gonna be fun to see what comes out. Obviously, the most popular deck is probably. The Lost Box. Um, I don't know if it'll be Lost Box, but whatever Lost Engine. I would say okay. I'm going to hit... You're going to hit three yeah, yeah. or four. Let's, Maybe, let's talk. I would let's say like two Giratina and then two non-Giratina. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, yeah, let's talk the Lost Engine real quick. Is it the best engine by far? I don't know. It It depends on the deck. Like, I think that... Yeah. It's it's good in like Lost Box is a good deck because you're a single price deck that trades really well. Giratina's a good deck because you're kinda like Lost Box and then you can blow things up if you want. Uh but then but again there's also all this sort of one off decks. What's up? I said you're not just throwing the engine into random stuff and I mean like like I guess you like could throw in like <laughs> No, dude, it it doesn't work. Like okay, it works, but the issue <laughs> All right, just to just to like say why, because ev- everyone has been asking me like, "Oh, Dialga is so good now. You've got Mirage Gate, and you can do whatever." Blah blah blah. It's not actually as good be- like with the engine because your deck has so many good cards in it. Like you need to get energies in the discard. You can't just pitch them. You have Greninja, or you attach them, or whatever. But you're committing so many spots in your deck to energies, and you only ever need five energy in a game, maybe six or whatever if you have two Dialgas, but. Like, usually, like, Giratina, on the other hand, like, your energies are kind of expendable, kind of precious, but, like, Giratina doesn't need to play 4 Metal Saucer. It doesn't need to, like, play, like, a Crobat and a Luminion. Like, you do have the Luminion or whatever, but it's just, I don't think that the engine actually works with these kind of decks, just because you have so many good cards. Like, in the in my old version, it's like, oh, I Trekking Shoes and I saw Shup It. Like, oh, I have to take that. Now, if I comfy and I see like a metal saucer, it's like, oh, I have to take that. Like, kind of not all the time, but you kind of have to account for when you're going to pitch things and when you're not going to pitch things. And it turns out there's a lot of non pitchable cards in that deck. Plus, right. you still have the age old problem of finding your V star, especially if you're cutting like your quick balls and you don't find Crobat later on. You have one Crobat, so you can't pitch it. It's just the deck is so much clunkier than it was before. And it doesn't even have like good matchups against single price things. Good That's fair. What what about you? Where you at? Where where'd you had a roll on the new engine? Is it just better, faster, equal to the barrels and the Intellions and I mean, the new engine's good, but your deck has to be built around it, like I said. Like Xander said, like with yeah. the Alga. In theory you're like, Oh, there's Thornton, there's all these cool cards, but you're like every deck in Dialga felt every card in Dialga felt so good, besides like putting energies in the discard that like you kind of need like all those cards, all cards. and like uh, and sometimes even with Tina, if you play like sloppy, you will run out of energy. You will run out of resources mm-hmm. very quickly, and players are going to mess that up a lot if you have not put the time in. Because this engine is very punishing if you do not 
manage your resources correctly. It is not a gung-ho, throw-your-balls-the-wall kind of engine. Like, with the barrel, you just go research or Marnie or Path and just draw cards. Like, it, it, this is not that engine. The game is different. Okay, that's fair. That's good. I, think, I don't think people talk about that a lot. I don't think people realize how um, different the three engines are. Uh, one is very, let me go... Like, think about what I'm going to go play. Because, like, I played the Intellium engine. I had no clue what I was doing. And I got punished super hard. Because, um, I don't know. I, I I get it. Go into your deck and get whatever card you want is really good. It's not very good if you don't know what you need to get. All right? So, like, there's definitely thought processes that you need to think through. Like, Barbaro definitely just draw as many cards as you can type engine is nice. And then, obviously... We have the Lost Zone, which is a, let me resource manage my, my engine. Um, and that's a good point. I don't, I don't think a lot of people talk about that. I think they just, like, oh, this engine's broken. Like, I could just do stuff. When you really can't. I think um, you get punished, like you said. Let's, uh, let's talk some tech cards. If you're considering to play some tech cards in your deck. You have one or two spots maybe you can swap out. Um, how important is Empolia? Awful card. I think it's bad. Just, that's what we're going with? We're just going to leave with that? I kind of like that because I agree with you guys. I don't think it's a great card. I, think it doesn't it's do what it's, I don't think it does what it's supposed to enough. I agree. And but, there are Lost Zone engines that can just open, like, go first, and you don't open Empo, and they get, like, three or four into the Lost Zone immediately, and your Empo is now just a dead shit card in your deck. Dude, you're speaking yeah. my language here. I've been telling these people. A, a, a one-card tech that exists like that should be so... Like, that with the downside that Empoleon has in every other matchup, it has to be so good that it's worth putting in, and it is not. Right. Like, That's Drapion, good. for example, is a fine tech card. Like, I know you're going to move to that anyway in a second, but, like, Drapion in some decks seems completely fine where your Mew matchup seems so bad, where, like, the downside of opening in another matchup to wi- to auto-win a matchup seems good, but Empoleon does not do that. But, okay. Um, if you did play Empoleon, do you have to play two? Yeah. Yeah, yeah every yeah. Lost Engine okay. plays four up, basically. Okay, so... If you're going to play Empoleon, which I, I think all three of us agree, you probably shouldn't play Empoleon. I think you need to... away, dog. Yeah, I think, like, at that point, if you can't win that matchup without Empoleon, you need to readdress your deck, figure out a better strategy to win that matchup. Um, there's definitely ways to win a matchup. Learn, get a healing card in your deck, all right? Get a freaking healing card, figure that out, all right? Um, Drapion, does that just run over Mew, or is that where are we at on Drapion? Are we playing Drapion if we're worried about Mew? Broken card. Yeah, I think Drapion's very good, because Mew's answer has to be too fine. Like, you're giving up three immediately to this Drapion, and giving up three is not good, because now you only have one... Like, I'm presuming we're not playing Fusion anymore. Like, I'm, I'm just assuming That's fine. for the context, it's DTE. Um, and either, if the Drapion gets Lost Cityed for some example, or for some reason, you just can chase two Genocides and the game ends anyway. Um, okay. But Drapion is just like so big in that one swing turn that you cannot, like you just cannot play around it. Okay, that's fair. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 was, a, I was against me, or Drapion, I was like, oh, it's not that great. Like, they could just Lost Zone it, but when you say like, Mm. Be, it evens up the matchup, you're right. You just chase two more things when they stop and chase two more things. Because you you don't give up three prizes. And they just give up three right away. Which 
Or you just have to get through one BMAX, which isn't like un unthinkable. Um, what about your Radiant pick? Is it is is that pretty solid? Like you know, you, everyone pretty much knows what Radiant card they should play in because I I do think the Gardevoir is like something people are just throwing in decks that actually really affect numbers that people aren't talking about. Yeah, I would say it just depends on your deck. Like a lot of them auto slot in the Greninja, yeah. other ones like Arcby Barrel or Gudra. It's a bit more up in the air of what you want to play. Especially if you're trying to target some of those Lost Zone decks. I mean, on the first two turns, you can probably, like, tank a minus 40 with the Gardevoir because of the Cramorant damage, but... Um, uh, I think, I would I say think the Gardevoir the only does V. All right, then never mind. <laughs> so, get rid of that. We don't talk about the Gardevoir. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it only does V. Yeah. Getting very good yeah. against Mirror. Very good against Mirror. Um... Yeah, I think I think that too. Is there any other text that you guys can think of off your hand that, that will help you win certain matchups? Um what about your like Cheryl's healing healing cards against Cramorant? I think the only deck that can play healing without getting like Uber punishes me right now. Um well, well, Arkintelion, I guess, but like those are the only two. But Arkintelion's like built around healing. Like that's yeah. the deck. That's true. Um how important is disrupting your opponent's hands? Should we be playing Roxanne in every deck? Marnie's in every deck. Like, is if that... you can fit a Roxanne, play a Roxanne like, without it hurting you. Yeah. Um, because Lost Zone Engines and like other these like Chiron decks and everything focus on building a big hand towards the end of the game. So you want to make sure you can do something towards the end of the game to have some sort of comeback mechanic. Um, I don't know if Marnie is necessarily the best card because a lot of decks want to keep, like I said, Chorus Machine or like, or not Chorus Machine, Chorus Experiment or Boss or whatever, or Irida. So like, I think playing a Marnie, like your window is like very low unless your deck is built around to do that. What do you said? I think so. I, like it. I, I agree. I just think, um, I think if you have an ability to find your Roxanne at, at the right time, like playing a Luminion or something, if the Luminian's already in your deck, figure out how to put Rock down in your deck because um, it's very punishing. I think getting your opponent down to two and knocking out their one attacker um, becomes very difficult, especially for the Lost Engine that probably has two cards in their hand and they get to Comfy once and go, I need a Switch card, uh, Gate, and I need six cards to do something. And you can kind of just win with that. Uh, yep. But other than, other texts than, than that, I don't I don't really think there's anything crazy um, to slide in. I think you're right on the Drapion and Polyon. I think we're all on the same page. I don't think that card's good. I don't care what anyone says. I've had this argument with a lot of people, to be honest. Um, but we'll move past that. What's your sleeper decks? I know Xander put out. Uh, article on um, Arcanine. Um, what 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 kind of what's something under the radar that that might be actually good? You know, I'd say Gudra is probably like the deck that's kind of underestimated, but could be good, just because you do have those good matchups against people that are especially less experienced against playing against it. Uh, Lost Box does have a lot of the tools. Either Giratina to one shot of Gudra, or you have like a rope. And like a Charizard play with the Lost Box or with a Horn 
or you can just power through with Sableye. So there's a lot of there's a lot of ways to deal with it, but I would say I honestly I would expect to play against a Gudra on day one. Like you'd play zero to one. Okay. What about you on there? What are you thinking? I mean, I don't know. Like I feel like there's not much left that's undiscovered. I think the only thing that I maybe would have put some more time into that probably seems really bad, but I would have tried a little bit more is Blissey. Okay. Um like I feel like Miltank could be really strong in in the format right now. Like I think um if a deck is not prepared to deal with Miltank, I still like having those auto wins. And I think with like Lost like I think you have like an auto win into Lost Engine. Unless it's like a Tina deck, and even if it's Tina, you can just try to like put that Miltank in the active and force them to go into the shred guy and then like just just play a little bit differently. I, it might just be bad in general, but like the idea is just that you have you make decks work differently and decks aren't geared to play around the mill tank anymore and the Blissey, but Blissey might just fundamentally be too bad of a deck. Okay, that's fair. I think uh, I'm, I'm on Zoro. I think I think everybody knows Zoro hits like a truck. A lot of people built it very straightforward, hitting high numbers quickly, but and think that's all it can do. I think someone can put out a good list where it gives it a little more versatile, and I think. Um, that deck actually is super broken. Um, if you want that list, don't hit me up. I'm not giving it out. Um, <laughs> but I, I've just been putting a lot of work into that, and that, I mean, it, it gets it gets results on here, but I uh, online, but they're not winning. But like, I, I think it, it's the hardest hit. I think it's the best. It's the fastest, hardest hitting deck. Like, if you were just gonna hit like Mew and. Tolkia and stuff every every matchup, I think you just win, but it's the, the single prizers that are issues, and, and you gotta adjust your list to that. Um, obviously, if you've gone to the tournament, what deck do you, uh, what deck should you play? I would not recommend playing Lost Box unless you put reps in, so I would play Mew, probably. Uh, if the tournament was in an hour, Correct. I would play Dialga, even so though it... I trashed it so much. <laughs> just because it's like, Revolt says I don't go back to Old Faithful, but like, dude, I have nothing else, man. This is all that I have now. Uh, or, I'll, or I'll play Mew, because Mew is Life, sort of life sucks, here. the world sucks, but Dialga will never leave his side. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I, I agree. I think um, whatever you've been testing the most, and you're confident with, I think you should play it. I think that's the meta is super... Yeah, that's a good deck. If you've been playing Kasui and Arcanine for six weeks and you haven't realized that it's not the best deck, then probably... Actually, you probably should just play at that point. If you've committed that much time to it. It's not horrible, but... Dude, the deck is perfectly fine, especially against your dumb Zoroark deck. With yeah. the fighting buddy. Yeah, but I got a dunny. Alright, you got my Boss? Boss? That's true, but you you dead draws. <laughs> nah, that's that's copium. That's cope. You gotta play you gotta play uh what's that supporter every turn? Peony? Peony every turn. How are you bossing? What's I'm, that? I'm the boss. I don't need it. I'm, You're, oh you you just got it? Okay. I've got the power of Arcanon on my side. I don't need no Peony. Alright, you you use your one boss and get it and then I put it back on my bench for and then we just move on with our lives, right? I guess uh, so. If that's if that's what you're saying, sure. Yeah. Um. But 
Yeah, just play play with your like. Don't do what I did. Don't don't go to someone's. Uh, I mean, I think this happens more than people talk about. You go to someone's hotel room, everyone's on like a deck. They all look like make the deck look really good. But you have to realize in your own head you haven't put the reps in that they put. Um, so you probably don't know what to do. So, unless you're like a top 50 player, like stick with your guns, stick with what you have uh, been practicing, go with that. Um, decks you shouldn't play. To be honest, if you just haven't put the reps in, I think you should avoid loss engine. Um, stick with something you know. I think the other engines are just more, they've been around a long time, more familiar. Don't play loss engine, play like a Mew. I think, like, if all else feels, just play Mew. What do you get? Where are you guys at on, like, what you shouldn't play? I would um, probably avoid Chiron. Why? I just think the deck is bad. Like, overall, like, even though it's got, like, a very high power level, I think the deck is just, like, everyone will know. Like, it's, like, the easiest deck to read. Like, the, the, the pathing of the deck is, like, A, B, C. So there's no surprise element. And at the end of the day, like, either you're, like, steamrolling people because you drew the right cards in the right order, or you uh, you just or get rocked by every deck. Right? Yeah. What do you think? You know what I, uh, I would avoid Dialga. I don't think it's okay. very well positioned. Dude, you think I'm kidding, but like I'm looking at the limitless win race right now and Dialga's it's is bad. the worst out of all the top decks. Okay. Like all the most all the most played decks. Dialga's win rate is forty four percent. And the only other deck with a, a sub forty five percent win rate is Lunatone Soul Rock. Okay. With like of like oh, at least like a decent play rate. In the top yes. twenty. That's, I mean, that's that's a good stat because I think a lot of people look just at the top of these these lists of like decks that do well, and you look at it, and you're like, oh, there's a Dialga, that sounds fun, let me play that. But you, you're hearing straight from the Dialga person, he's like, yeah, I don't think it's very good. It might have it might have done good on one online tournament, but we we dig a little deeper. It's not doing too well, so maybe avoid that. I know it looks fun, and it looks. Like it looks like it should be good, but deep down it's just not. All right, guys. Yeah, it's like simultaneously very good but very bad at the same time, and it's 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 worse than it was in last format, at least from my experience. Okay, would you just throw a one one banana? I wouldn't even play banana now. Yeah, like you, you, half your half your rounds is just not going to matter. Right. At, at least in four rounds, like before it was like one or two that it wouldn't matter in, but now you're just playing dead cards in your deck. I suppose you can Lost Zone them, but you already need to dedicate so much more spots to, like, the Lost Zone engine, like, with Cramorant mm-hmm. and more Escape Ropes. And now, like, you play... You don't even have space for, like, things, because you added another three Mirage Gates. You play four Saucer, three Mirage Gate. There's no Zation, usually. Like, it's just it's just hard to build your deck now. So I, like the Lost Zone engine is such like at odds with the Alga that like Mirage <laughs> Gate is really good, but you have to commit so much to it that it's it's a really big price to pay. All right, that's fair. I, I think that's a good assessment. It's actually really nice to hear shit like this because people people look at those like especially as someone that hasn't dug into it, it's like oh that looks fun. Like that's that'd be my second pick, and obviously we should probably avoid it. 
Um, yeah, I think the, I think we hit it pretty hard. Um, is there any last like advice or anything you guys want to give to to the guys out there going to Peoria? Have fun. Wear a watch. Lost to an engine takes a lot of time. Make sure you don't like. Make sure you know when to scoop properly because. If you're winning or losing playing Lost Zone or playing against Lost Zone, you might not get the chance to finish three games. Bingo. Bingo. We, we leave it as bingo. Um, I'm going to leave it with play play what you practice um, and and call judges more often, all right? Just call judges more often when you when you think something's a foot. Um, and I think we're going to leave it at that. I think we hit everything that needs to be said. Um, it's going to be a, for, a fun format. It's going to be fun to watch. Me and Marlo will be hanging out, um, watching I'll it. I'll be on a beach in Mexico, and yeah. I will watch the games. I'll be I'll, sipping some... I'll be mimosa, chilling. Uh, not, I don't well. know, I'll pick a drink. I'll pick something. I'm, I'll be okay. consuming copious amounts of alcohol. Uh, and hopefully Xander with his old um, version of uh, Dog uh, wins the tournament. Yeah. Banger. Until he we'll switches see, back. Bro. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know, bro. That that version loses even harder to oh, lose someone. So uh, uh, it's just it's just miss or miss at the with the deck. Xander's uh, gonna go full email. I'm gonna send him some sixty and he'll play it. That's what I'm saying. I'm like at this point, Xander, you, you gotta for someone some sauce. that's sauce going. Yeah, yeah. You got some sauce and that shit to 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 Xander. Xander's uh, got nothing to lose. He's convinced that he'll just yellow his invite. Yeah. Dude, it's gonna happen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wake up like someday in January, and I'm already gonna have 500. Perfect. Maybe not January. January, January. it's called halfway through. It'll be like a random Sunday in March, and I'll wake up, and after having won the three-person league challenge in Champaign, Illinois, I'll have, uh, I'll have 500 points. Unstoppable. All right. Well, thanks guys for watching. Thanks for uh, tuning in again. Like, subscribe, leave comments down below, answer everything. Um, Again, the hoodie thing, just DM me. Um, But for now, we're scooping it up. (laughs)